This is Megan and Stacy. Welcome to this week's What We're Cooking and Eating Now episode. These episodes are bite-sized digests of what we're actually cooking at home and feeding our families. And we're together again, Megan. I know. <laughs> it's so nice. Together. Today, we are going to share six meal ideas, which you can turn into your own meal plan for next week. We share links to the specific recipes that we mentioned here in our free community, where you can also get even more dinner ideas in our weekly meal planning thread. Check out both the free discussion board to get this week's links and more details about our supporting membership, la la la, which includes bonus episodes and so much other fun stuff at didn'tijustfeedyou.com backslash community. I am so excited because this is our first time back together since you were in Japan. Reunited and it feels so good. good. <laughs> I, I apologize in advance. Yes, we do. That's that's legit. That's a legit <laughs> apology. Sorry, guys. Okay, so I have to know what have you been cooking for yourself, for your family since you've been back from Japan? You've shared a couple things on Instagram in the last couple of weeks. I can't remember yeah. stories or reels. I did do one. What we are cooking and eating now. Right after I got back oh, from true. Japan that's true. with Jesse Sheehan, and I was still in my, oh, my God, we need to eat Japanese food all the time. Okay. Mode. I have done less Japanese cooking this week because a lot of what I was making required me to go to the Japanese grocery mm. store. And I just haven't had time to do that again because... There was Easter and we went away that weekend and then also Greek Easter is coming up. So, you know, I'm shifting modes. So I'm kind of back to the rigmarole. The one thing that I did buy a bunch of ingredients for that everybody loved that I'm just going to throw in as a bonus is I've been making okonomiyaki a lot. If you want to know what that is and how you make it, listen to the most recent What We're Cooking and Eating Now episode before this one. I don't remember the date, but it's me and Jesse Sheehan, and I kind of talk you through it. But here is what I've made. I'm back to quick, (laughs) easy. In fact, I'm a little embarrassed. One of my things is like all shortcuts. Like I didn't prep anything because I needed to make dinner. Why would you be embarrassed about that? I feel like that's like classic. Didn't I just feed you? I know, but you know what? Right now. But the last time we recorded one together, or maybe we were recording another episode, you were like, don't you feel pressure to cook things for the what I we're cooking and eating now? that. When did I say I, <laughs> I did. I remember that. I think about that. I like, I've thought no. about it a lot recently. I was like, no, not at all. And now I was like, oh, crap. Oh, sorry. I did not <laughs> well, mean okay. to put that on you at all. Listen, it's all good. It just, you know, I like I like to perform for our audience. <laughs> okay. First thing that I'm going to talk you through is not my recipe, but it was so good. A quick jambalaya, and I just made a really like simple green salad on the side. You know, carrots, cucumber, cherry tomatoes, like the basics, and a little vinaigrette that I had on hand. But the quick jambalaya recipe... Do you say jambalaya or jambalaya? Jambal- I say jambalaya. I guess I say jambalaya also. No, I say jambalaya. jambalaya? Is that correct? I'm not sure. I don't know. Someone's going to tell us. Someone from New Orleans, come tell us. You better send a voice memo. Okay. 
So Valerie Lomas, maybe you guys know her. She won, I think, the first great American baking show, like the great British baking show, but the American version. She's a woman who is a lawyer. She ended up becoming like winning the show. She's a great baker. She has a couple of cookbooks out. But wait, is there controversy? Because not Valerie's controversy but that epi- that season didn't air because one of the judges was under oh, fire for like sexual harassment oh. oh my god i had no idea i think that is the so case did no one ever i don't think everyone ev- anyone saw her win and so that was like one of the ways that she was thrust into infamy <gasps> the spotlight yeah oh my gosh. i didn't know that so i have her cookbook life is what you bake it and I just saw that she was the winner of the show, but I never actually had a desire to watch the show. So I don't think that I even like missed it. Okay, fair. So I didn't know that. But anyway, okay, great to know. I think of Valerie because of her cookbook and because I knew she was on the show as being a baker, but I came across this recipe. And then when I clicked on her name in New York Times Cooking, she has a lot of recipes. She's done a lot of freelance work for New York Times Cooking. And a lot of it is savory. And I'm going to tell you that this quick jambalaya hit the spot. It was so quick and easy. You basically saute onion, and then you add some sausage. You saute bell peppers until they soften and garlic. Then you put in the tomato paste. You let it get fragrant. You know, Megan and I have this thing. We need you guys to know. I'm going to pause here. Anytime you're cooking with tomato paste, you want to toast it a little bit. You got to cook it. So it it gets rid of that. Yeah, Yeah. you got to cook it. Get rid of that tinny flavor before you, you know, like add any liquid or whatever else is next. Then you reduce the heat. You add cooked rice. So that's part of what makes this so quick and easy. I had leftover rice from something I had made from my Japanese cooking jag, (laughs) and it was in my rice cooker. And then you just sprinkle with seasonings, you stir in tomatoes, you stir in a hot sauce, and you just kind of warm everything through. So I do think that this is still a great recipe, even if you don't have cooked rice either in your fridge, from takeout, maybe in your rice cooker, maybe in your freezer, because Maybe you set out your rice cooker, your Instant Pot in the morning, and you just set it to cook the rice and keep it warm. And then you get home or it's time to cook dinner, whatever your schedule is, and you have the cooked rice ready to go. Um, Otherwise, keep it in your back pocket for. Yeah, I also think it's a great use of like those the pre-cooked rice. Like you mentioned frozen. And in my mind, that was like, oh, you cooked it and froze it for future use. But like store-bought frozen or those envelopes of rice would be a good use here because they're not like necessarily great on their own but if you put it in a tomatoey broth with sausage and all those seasonings would be so good totally i love that idea the one thing i'm going to say is that like if you feel like you have the time maybe just cook the rice too because I don't know. I have big guys. You know that. So buying enough pre-cooked rice. Six packets. (laughs) Yeah. Like it's like that's a lot of money to spend just on rice. (laughs) Fair. But anyway, absolutely. Especially if you have little ones. And I will say that you could manage the spice of this really easily. I know it calls for Creole seasoning. You can, you know, manage that. And then it does call for hot sauce. I used whatever I had on hand. I must have used, I have a Louisiana style. I cannot find crystal for the life of I'm me so up sorry here. sorry for you. Yeah, me too. 
But I did find in a supermarket Louisiana style mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> sauce, which I think is just a crystal ripoff. Crystal's nice and vinegary. I don't know. It isn't doesn't have too much heat for me. But anyway, really easy to manage the heat level of this. So I think it's great. And with the rice already cooked, you can even pull out portions before you add a little bit of extra Creole seasoning, a little bit of extra hot sauce if you want to. We love a recipe you can spice up. What did the dudes think about this recipe? Everybody loved it. When when it across great. the board. It was like, yeah, it was like sausage and rice basically in a salad. They were psyched. I want cornbread and not a salad, but I respect your okay. I respect That's your stance. Go, you do. <laughs> cornbread and rice? Cornbread and rice seems like a lot to me. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> My kids would have loved it. Oh, fair. Okay, what else are you cooking this week? I made something kind of inspired by uh, what's Gabby cooking? I don't know how I ended up back on her site somehow, but I did. And I found spicy coconut marinated grilled steak skewers. And honestly, I just kind of took inspiration from this. I did not follow the recipe. But her marinade was really delicious. It's, you know, just like coconut milk, fish sauce, uh, jalapeno, like a couple of other things, but that you just whiz up in the blender and then you let the beef sit in it. And I did that. She, her recipe calls for like a scallion dipping sauce. Okay. And I was like, oh, that's fun. But then I didn't want to make that. So (laughs) I did my own thing where I had a whole bunch of little baby Persian cucumbers. And I also did have a lot of scallions. So I sliced them all up and I made like a quick pickle, basically. I just took, you know, a bunch of salt, some sugar, a little bit of hot water to make sure that the sugar and salt, you know, dissolved. Added rice wine vinegar, tasted it to make sure that the sweet salty balance was what I wanted it to be. And then just put a ton of cucumbers and scallions in there. And I did that first. Then I made the marinade. Then I let the beef sit for about a half hour. The cucumbers and scallions were still also sitting and slightly pickling. And then instead of putting it on skewers and grilling, because it isn't quite grill weather yet here, sadly. Actually, it is starting to be, but Listen, it wasn't when I cooked I think I it's this. always grill weather, but you I know just you didn't do. want to. That's cool. It's okay to I didn't to want that. to. Yes. So I just made it in a pan. And I poured a little bit of the marinade in there. Mm. So I browned the beef first. I I like let I shook the beef <laughs> of the marinade. That way it would brown. I didn't want there to be too, too much liquid in the yeah. pan. But once the beef had browned all around, I added a little bit of the marinade. And because of the high sugar in the coconut milk, it kind of caramelized. Um. It was delicious. I served it with rice and just sliced avocado. And when you put everything together, even a little bit of the pickling liquid on the rice bowl, too, it came out delicious. So I don't know if you can follow along what I did there, but it like if you just go to the recipe, which we'll share a link to and kind of improvise from there, it came out great. Yes. Okay. so I have to ask a question. Sure. Did you have those meals back to back this week? Like you had rice in the jambalaya and then also rice with the beef skewers. Not skewers, but the beef, coconut beef. Were those back-to-back? Those were not back-to-back. I don't remember what was in between because I take notes. I keep notes only on... Favorites. 
on favorites that I'm going to share here, I feel like maybe I pulled spinach pie out of the freezer. Mm. I made a big spinach pie right before we left for Japan, and we had half of it left. So instead of tossing it, I just threw it in the freezer. Yeah. Just wrapped it up tightly. So I think that's what we had. We definitely had that at some point. I just was curious because my... Well, Ella's not really into rice right now, which I cannot explain to you in any capacity whatsoever. But like my family only tolerates like rice one night and then fried rice future nights. Like if I did rice two nights in a row, I feel like there might be a mutiny at my dinner table. Oh, that's really funny. My Isaac doesn't love rice that much. Yeah. Especially plain steamed white rice. Capricorn But but, yeah. Oh, my God. I didn't guess. I don't know. (laughs) But jambalaya feels really different to me. It feels like, oh, I yes. don't know. But no, I don't think I think I could have served those two nights in a row because also I'm just trying to get heft into these guys, right. too. You know, like sometimes we don't do pasta a ton, a ton, like maybe once a week. Some weeks we don't have pasta at all. So rice has become something rice and quinoa. I've been cooking a lot lately just to like add heft. Oliver is eating like a I don't even know what like he is so hungry and he eats dinner then he eats yogurt then he eats five desserts he also when he's come home from school which is at four which is not even that long before dinner he's eating like donuts and little bites and a pear and like i can't even he believe is growing. he's eating he is he eating is like growing. a growing team is what he's eating like yeah last thing this is the one i was embarrassed about but it came out really good i just don't know how helpful it is because i use so many shortcuts from my grocery store, which is Fresh Direct, which is regional. But I do think like Whole Foods, which is national, and a bunch of other supermarkets have similar kinds of things. Pre-prepped, not cooked meatballs. So they're they're already they're yeah. seasoned, they're formed, all of that. Like men, like Publix sells in the meat section like preformed meatballs of different yeah. flavor profiles that are not cooked, like raw, ready to yeah. go. I know Albertsons exactly. used to. I think you have to go to the butcher yes. shop, yep. like butcher counter, Yeah. right? Okay, so prepped meatballs, a big jar of Rayo's marinara, and then I didn't even want to cook pasta. But in my freezer section, I found like a frozen flatbread, potato mm, flatbread. Okay. Like a Roman style white pizza, really thin. And then no sauce, just really thin slices of potato with rosemary. So I got that because it was like special bread is how I thought about it. <laughs> I just made a fennel and orange salad because oranges are so good here right yeah. now. And like that was it. So I browned the meatballs. Once they were browned on like one or two sides, I dumped in the rayos. Added a little bit of water to wash out the jar, covered it, put that frozen bread into the oven to crisp up and made the fennel salad on my mandolin. So, you know, two seconds, just you get thin slices, cut up a couple of oranges, and I don't even make a dressing for that. Just olive oil, salt, and the juice from the oranges, juice from the oranges. But I also use a little lemon juice and a little white wine vinegar. I want special bread to be like a thing. Yeah. Like an episode. I don't know yes. if it's an episode or it's just like a running theme and didn't I just feed you, but I love special bread. It was a really good meal. And I feel like you could do like basically take that formula and do like garlic bread or focaccia. Yes. Totally. Or, uh, like just any kind of special bread, meatballs and a salad. Like that's a rep- easy to replicate without a recipe. 
Yes. And it really took me 15, maybe 20 minutes. It was really, really easy. There was the pan to wash. I had to put the bread on a sheet pan. And then I made the salad directly in the salad bowl that I served it in. But still, I feel like that's pretty simple. Right. I mean, you have that many dishes if you do like simple pasta or unless you're doing a one pot pasta or like I was talking with Lou in the What We're Cooking and Eating Now that I did without you about taco, like classic beef tacos. Like you still dirty multiple pans. Totally. But that's sort of like the price you paid to have it be like a 15 minute dinner. It's like you're just going to totally. make more dishes. So, And there was something about just putting nice bread in the oven and then not thinking about it except for when the timer went off. That felt so much easier than pasta, even though pasta is super easy. But like you have to wait for water to boil, which can be like 10, 15 minutes. So there is yeah. some efficiency there, too. Yeah, I love it. And I actually like meatballs are on my to make list. I was texting with a friend about them this week and I'm like, oh, I think maybe this weekend I need to make meatballs in some capacity. I, I don't know if meatballs. it'll be meatball subs or meatballs over polenta or grits or something, but definitely in a, in a meatball mode. <laughs> Twenty twenty four is the year we're focused on finally reducing dinner time overwhelm at Didn't I Just Feed You? And that means making grocery shopping easier and more cost effective, especially when it comes to the foods we all tend to spend the most on, like meat. Enter Butcher Box, where you can count on incredible deals on premium cuts. At ButcherBox, you can choose a curated box or customize your order of 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork-raised crate-free, and wild-caught seafood to stock your fridge with all the proteins you need for the week, month, or even the year at prices that are hard to come by at the grocery store. That's all your protein shopped for in one shot at great prices delivered to your door with free shipping. Just one change, switching over to ButcherBox, and you guarantee yourself fewer trips to the grocery store and savings that are hard to find at the supermarket. Dinnertime overwhelm, be gone. ButcherBox is offering our listeners their choice of a weeknight meal essential, three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of premium steak tips for free in every order for a whole year. Plus, you get $20 off your first order. Sign up today at ButcherBox.com backslash D-I-J-F-Y and use the code D-I-J-F-Y, short for Didn't I Just Feed You, to choose your free offer and get $20 off. Armoire makes getting dressed easy. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. Is anyone else struggling with what to wear these days? I've been pretty frustrated with getting dressed over the last few months as I've navigated body changes, and some days I quite literally have no idea what to wear. Enter Armoire. Armoire allows you to rent high-quality designer clothing for every occasion. When I signed up, I took a style quiz, and based on my preferences, they offered suggestions that would best match my life. I've been renting clothes from Armoire for a while now, and the more I rent, the more on point the suggestions get. Plus, you send what you wear back, which is a great way to try new styles without waste. Armoire also has such a fantastic range of options. Whether you're planning an outfit for a date night, packing for a conference, or maybe a family event, or just need some updated options for everyday life, you'll be the best-dressed person in the room without ever having to find time for an exhausting shopping day. Right now, Didn't I Just Feed You listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash D-I-J-F-Y. That is armoire.style, 
A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash D-I-J-F-Y to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. Do you ever feel like you're in a never-ending cycle of snacks and meals? We get it. That's why we're excited to share HomeThreads, the ultimate solution for creating a stylish and functional family space. At HomeThreads.com, discover furniture that can handle the chaos of family life. From wipeable dining chairs to kitchen tables and light fixtures. Or you can just freshen up your kitchen with trays, counter lamps, decor, and other affordable accents that will help you update your kitchen into a room you love spending time in. Head over to HomeThreads.com slash D-I-J-F-Y, short for Didn't I Just Feed You, to get a code for 15% off your first order. Because if you're going to be feeding them three times a day, plus snacks, you deserve a home that feeds your style. HomeThreads, love where you live. That's HomeThreads.com backslash D-I-J-F-Y today to get 15% off your first order. All right, well, you didn't make them this week yet. What did you make? Okay, I want to talk about breakfast for dinner. I was texting you a couple weeks ago, maybe before Japan, about this idea of like protein waffles. And Mm -hmm. since that, and like that, I was like, I'm doing it, which I think I screenshotted like someone's Instagram stories about like how if you take like protein waffle mix and like add protein powder to it and make it with an extra egg it like makes a very high protein waffle which is just like makes it more filling you can also buy like kodiak brand makes frozen protein waffles but what i've been doing is protein waffles as part of breakfast for dinner on like sunday or monday nights and then just making like a big batch of the protein waffles And having them in the fridge to do like toasted with peanut butter for breakfast during the week. So it's both a bonus of like breakfast, a reminder that breakfast for dinner can be so good. And this idea of like doing that little bit of breakfast prep has made my life so much easier in the mornings. Because like post spring break, we cannot get up on time. And we're like hurrying, scurrying. So I'll share a link to a, a protein waffle recipe. But you can also just buy like the Kodiak cake mix or their frozen waffles too okay nice that sounds delicious the other thing that i want to talk about i'm so excited it's so weird uh because i continue to be on my like tofu tofu it's not crispy <laughs> yes. tofu this time well kind of not really a friend of a friend who i follow on instagram she's the friendly feast she shared on her instagram stories this idea of shredded tofu and I screenshotted her her like story and I was like, oh, I'm going to do that. And then I felt like every time I got on TikTok or on Instagram recently, someone was also shredding tofu. And I know I'm not not going to walk through like the whole recipe, but I think there's sort of like two schools of thought for the shredded tofu. So you buy like extra firm tofu and you just grate it on the large holes of a box grater and it gets this like texture. It almost has like a ground beef texture. Okay. And some people like to put it in the air fryer to like help draw even more moisture out and make it crispy while other people, and this is what I did, just put it in a like dry pan or a pan with a little bit of fat, like olive oil or sesame oil or bacon fat, whatever you want to use to like again, cook out some of the moisture and get it kind of crispy before you add any flavor. Okay. I used, is it banchan sauce? 
They make a good Japanese barbecue sauce. We'll link to it. Yes. It's sort of like, you know, the packaging. You mean it's store-bought? Yes. You didn't make it? I yes. didn't make oh, it. Oh, totally. Yes. It's beautiful. Yeah. We I use that to season it, but I'm also really excited about the idea of like using barbecue sauce and making sandwiches with shredded tofu for um that like with slaw on them for summertime. We did them as lettuce wraps. So like in lettuce with I added some other veggies. We had like sliced cucumber on the side. And then I made a bowl, like a basically a salad for myself out of it and did some like crispy fried rice paper. I think I've talked about this before, but it's just like the rice paper rolls. You have. Yes. And then with that sauce, it was so good. I think... Was it filling enough for you and Brian? I was about to say, I think that we could use two blocks of tofu next time because it would be good as leftovers. And it was filling enough for Brian and I, but the kids also really enjoyed it. So like they ate more than I expected of it. And I Mm -hmm. think in the future, I'll just go ahead and do two blocks instead of one. I feel like I would need rice. (laughs) Right. I didn't. Okay. I think part of the reason why I did like the crispy fried rice paper was maybe we were out of rice. It was like a weird, like the, I didn't even have like the proper, what I would say is proper like lettuce for lettuce wraps. Like I think literally we used romaine leaves and that's why I ended up doing a bowl for myself, but it was, it would be so good over rice or like with noodles so i just i want to highly recommend the shredded tofu i'm in into it i can't wait to try it you know every time i see something more about tofu i'm like oh we need to do another episode about tofu we have a tofu I feel episode like- oh we do, we do. yes <laughs> Negative. i'm sorry there are so many episodes like we're getting close there to are. 300 episodes I know it's true, but tofu was actually kind of recent. But anyway, now I'm like a little bit embarrassed. It's okay. No, wait, let's look. But anyway, there's just so much you can do with tofu. Yes. And did we talk about shredding tofu in that episode? Maybe we did. No, we didn't. That's what I'm saying. It was really good. And I I can't wait to try it again. Okay. Okay. I'm looking up tofu. When do we do our... Can I talk about my next recipe? Yes, okay. I want you to. Air fryer chicken taquitos. This was like a Hail Mary dinner. We had leftover roasted chicken. I just did like chicken, a little bit of salsa because my kids are spice averse, and like a bunch of cheese, flour tortillas, wrapped up the filling, sprayed them with nonstick spray and air fried them. And we had like frozen corn and avocado as a side. My kids absolutely killed them and asked for more. Like they wanted more and they want to do it again. So super win on air fryer chicken taquitos. I am jealous because (laughs) a meal like that just does not fill up my family anymore. Unless I sit there and make like a thousand taquitos. Yeah. But it's really good. And I saw... I make them the way you just described, but I saw someone recently on TikTok making them with cream cheese to Mm. make the filling a little bit creamier. And I was like, oh, that's even more filling and creamy and delicious. So next time I'm going to add some cream cheese to it. But that like they can literally eat 15 of them in one sitting as a snack. Well, I know you do taquito like air fryer taquitos as a snack. And so you do like the frozen ones. Yes. Which I'm a big I like I love a frozen taquito and you don't even have to spray them with anything to put them in the air fryer. They get crispy and taste like they were deep fried. Yes. But it was like literally I one of those nights where I was like, 
I don't know what we're eating. What is in here to use up? And the air fryer was already out and was like, let's go, girl. Let's do it. I won't By break into Shania Twain on this episode because we already <laughs> sang once. When was tofu? Okay, so it's weird because Apple Podcasts doesn't give you the date right there, but it does say all the ways we love to cook tofu, Feed Me Media 2022. So, so I was right. Vindicated. Okay, wait. And oh, I yeah. I am wrong. Listen. You know when it was? It was in January. It was a subscription. That's why I don't remember it. We recorded it in 2022. We uploaded it in 2022, but it aired January 5th. Oh, oh. so can we both be right? We can both be right. That's such a happy way to end the episode. (laughs) Hey, uh, you can get links to all of the recipes we talked about, or most of them, inspiration links in in the case where we don't have an actual recipe to share, um, by joining our free community. If you haven't joined us there yet, why not? Join for free at didn'tijustfeedyou.com backslash community. Or if you want some bonus episodes like tofu and other goodies, join our supporting <laughs> community. And hey, follow us on Instagram. We are at Didn't I Just Feed You. A huge thank you to our producer, Samantha Gatsik. I'm Stacy. And I'm Megan. Stay sane and well-fed friends. 